Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news that ever refused to use. No doubt continues now. This is the broadcast for January the 16th in the year of our Lord, 2024. This is our two of two and the goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, to promote God, family, and country, to do so on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed. We use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America as our guide. The checks and balances are absolutely brilliant as we promote God, family, and country and protect life, liberty, and property. Welcome to the show. As you know, I just had surgery a week ago. I'm giving my voice a little bit of a rest. I've been off for a couple of days and stuff, but I've been live to the best of my ability, and I'll continue being live now. I'm home from Denver, Colorado, where the surgery took place and everything else, and things are getting better by the minute. However, I'm going to rest my voice, and I'm going to go back to two interviews that I did recently. The first one, Stuart Rhodes, that I did literally January 5th, the day before January the 6th. Here is the interview. It's more real today than it was when we gave the interview. Here it is. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Stuart Rhodes with us, OathKeepers.org. He's live on the ground in D.C. Welcome to Liberty Roundtable Live, sir. How you doing, Sam? I'm doing fantastic. I played a little vote fraud commercial where Barack Obama's doubling down, saying that Republicans and Democrats both commit vote fraud. Uh, and then Donald Trump saying they commit fraud. So both sides of the aisle admits to it when they want to. Uh, they're not when they don't want to. Everybody is conjugating in D.C. for this very discussion, sir. That's right. What is it like on the ground? They're predicting violence and trouble everywhere. Well, we're not there yet. I'm actually on my way in, so I'm still outside. Just to be clear on that. Okay. But so far, it's from what I hear from my guys, it's quiet. We were here for the last two big rallies, and I don't expect it to be much different than that unless things go chaotic if the uh, either one of two things happens. One, the mayor of Washington, D.C. tries to you know be an idiot and curtail the right of people to, to, for free speech and assembly. Or if there is a really bad outcome in the, uh, in the Congress and the people have, have just had it. So we'll see what happens. So we, we expect to be about 3 million strong today. Um, the president will be speaking tomorrow, actually. It's going to be a critical day. So today it should be pretty quiet, a lot of big rallies, but then tomorrow is the big day when we find out what's going to happen. I, I, have a, I have a bad feeling that the, the bad guys don't care what they have to do. They'll violate their own rules in the House, or McConnell, the traitor, will violate their own rules in the Senate and do whatever they have to do to rubber stamp uh, Biden. And so I think what's going to have to happen is President Trump has got to put his Lincoln hat on and invoke the Insurrection Act and... Uh, do the, you know, do the data dump and do the declassification and data dump that I've been calling for for about eight months now. That's, that's his only move. That's all he has left. The Supreme Court is full of traitors, uh, two for two, right? So, so the, the system from top to bottom and all the branches has been taken over by enemies foreign and domestic. And that's just the reality. So it's way worse than what Lincoln faced with the Civil War. This is far, far worse. So you've got people who are in the back pocket of China, either because they've been bribed, um, like the Bidens, or blackmailed, like Biden's son. So that's all over. And all, all, the, all the agencies and all the branches, the Chinese have spent money to buy these 
these soulless politicians who only care about political power and uh, and money. That's where we're at. They've put in spies. They've slept with powerful people right on up to the top, and now uh, we're being forced to deal with, deal with it. Let me ask you this. Is it possible, Stuart Rhodes, OathKeepers.org, is it possible to have the right thing happen, in other words, to defend the republic, to carry out the constitutional reality, uh, to keep peace, to stop vote fraud, uh, and stop the deep state without violence. Is it possible to do, do you think? Only if President Trump uses his authority as, as the president commander-in-chief, and he should do it now. It's a mistake to wait until tomorrow afternoon when they rubber stamp the nonsense. Like I said, they violate their own rules to do it. You should expect that. Just as the Supreme Court ducked its own original jurisdiction, its own responsibility to hear a case of controversy between states, they, they declined it, even though they have no authority to decline it. So the same thing will happen in, in the U.S. Congress. So President Trump has got to use his powers as commander-in-chief. Look at it like this. The founders made the president the commander-in-chief over the militia and the armed forces for a reason. He swore an oath to support and defend the Constitution for a reason. And there's been the Insurrection Act of 1807 for a reason. All of those are clearly constitutional powers that he must use. And there have been statutes, of course, in the, in the Constitution itself. There's the crime of treason, right? Article 3, Section 3. defines the crime of treason as making war on the United States or aiding its enemies. Well, that's what's, exactly what's happening. This is unrestricted warfare, what the, what the communist Chinese call it. You can call it fourth generation or fifth generation warfare. It's warfare through every other means except conflict. They knew they couldn't couldn't defeat the United States. Uh-oh. Well, yep, keep going, sir. We got you. Okay, yeah, they, they knew they could not defeat the United States in open combat, so they switched gears. And for the last couple of decades, they've been undermining and subverting us from the inside out. Then you have domestic enemies, you know, the communists, who are more than happy to help. And then you just have the deep state elite who want to rule over us, and they have no problem aligning with the uh, with the communist Chinese. All right, prediction. Uh, President Trump has been quite hesitant. There's been swirlings about it, but no real uh, efforts by the president. Do you think Trump has the guts to do it? Will he do it? Uh, and do you think there'll be peace? All right, we lost Stuart Rhodes. I'm so sorry about that, ladies and gentlemen. He's traveling uh, on the way to D.C. now. He's not quite there yet. Uh, but as all the people that he's working with say that it's all quiet on the ground there, that's good news. That's a good sign. He did mention some things about the mayor that are worthy of note, which is, you know what? The mayor cannot do something stupid and add insult to injury here. That would be a big mistake indeed. Uh, and I agree. Now, part of the problem, though, is that I think the mayor is working on some things to curtail the people's rights. Um, you know, they say D.C.'s getting shut down. Uh, if you type in D.C. shut down on Google, headline says D.C. shuts down indoor dining, closes museums. D.C. will shut down indoor dining, shut down D.C. D.C. begins a three-week shutdown in indoor dining. Fact check, they say the D.C. mayor did not shut down businesses. D.C. shut down targets conservative organizations. You know, what, what, 
what do you think will happen? Let me see if I can get Stuart back here now. Hi, oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Excellent. About that. No problem, sir. Jeff, Thank uh, you. We know you're traveling. Go right ahead. Continue. Well, I mean, so it, it was pathetic in a way that not not in a way. I won't qualify it. It was pathetic to see him campaigning for people who have looked, not lifted a finger. Only now do they say that they'll they'll vote against or they'll stand up and, and uh, object to the Biden slaves. Only now they've opened their mouths. It's almost Otherwise, like they wanted. It's they almost want like they wanted to do it in word, not in deed, huh? Exactly. They just want the votes. But here's the thing: is is the, it's been rigged already. I, I think the Democrats are going to steal it. And these and these Republicans really don't care. McConnell and the rest of them, because they're in the club. But look, look at look at Loeffler, right? Her husband is, is the is the chairman of the of the uh, the New York Stock Exchange. That's exactly the entity that that Chinese professor was bragging about controlling, right? They they have they they control Wall Street. They have they control the people that run the inner circle. And they bragged about this. And Trump's an outsider. And he's there, you know, lauding these people and, and how wonderful her husband is. Her husband's the head of the entity that wants to take him out, you know, in New York, in the New York Stock Exchange. So I think it's just kind of pathetic. I mean, he's, he's campaigning for people who don't care about him and don't care about the country. Hang tight, Stuart. we got a quick commercial break. We'll be right back. Stuart Rhodes with us. Oathkeepers.org, ladies and gentlemen. You are listening to live coverage of D.C. People are gathering today. Tomorrow's the big event. What's going to happen? Oh, boy. Hang tight. Liberty Roundtable live. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Stuart Rhodes with me, Oathkeepers.org. He's rolling into D.C. now, traveling there. The events are going on. They're expected to be millions of people. It's going to be out of control for sure. The question is, will it remain peaceful? Our prayers are yes. Our predictions are quite murky at this point. The mayor might get belligerent and start closing everything down. If that happens, it will not be fun because people will not have near the equipment in the cold without food and everything else. All it will do is ratchet up, in my opinion, the troubles. Time will tell what Congress will do. Sadly, these senators and others, um, they didn't stand up early and say, hey, we're going to get this done. At the last minute, they said, oh, we're going to protest this. But is it really in word, not in deed? It's kind of the concern and the question. President Trump hasn't made the moves that maybe he needs to make either on this, meaning hey, releasing the evidence to the people so that we can get behind him more. And uh, right now it's a pretty murky reality check, isn't it, Stuart? Well, that's exactly the problem. That's, that's that was my point about him campaigning in, in, uh, in Georgia. It's, it's absurd in two ways. One, it's the exact same voting machine, the exact same system that we already know was, was uh, not just unsecure but used to cheat last time. And they had a witness break right into the current election right there on the floor of their legislature while he was at a hearing and hacked right in and showed that it could be hacked. He hacked and, it right and, there. And then they so, run around and let the media say there's no evidence. Right. So you so you have a, a, a fraudulent election happening again. What he should what he should do right now, what he should have already done, is put the National Guard on the streets in Georgia and said, We're gonna run this with paper ballots and have an actual clean election. That's what he should do right now. So he's, he's letting them steal it again right from underneath him. At the same time, it's absurd because he's also, the two GOP candidates are themselves um, turncoats, I think. So he's, he's 
not doing us any good. Do you, do you he's think, not doing himself any good. Do you think that he's deceived on this? Do you think that he just doesn't feel like that he can or he appears too dictatorial? Uh, do you believe that he's just got bad advisors whispering in his ear? What, what do you think is well, going on? I'll think, I think all of that. I, this is the thing is, you know, I'm not trying to shoot my own horn, but I called to him that he used the Insurrection Act back in the summer. And what I said is, that, you know, and the, and the data dump and all of that, I said he must do this now because he waits until after the election. Then they'll claim that, see, he only is doing this to stay in office. And if he waits until after tomorrow when they rule against him and, and, and certify the, the fraudulent slate for Biden, it'll be even worse. They'll be like, see, he, he's, lost, he's lost in the courts. He lost in the, in the actual election. He even lost in the challenges in Congress. And only now is he pulling out the Insurrection Act just to stay in power. They're going to claim he's a dictator. I mean, he, he still has to do it. We have no choice. We're in a war. He needs to see the reality is in a war, and it's better to wage it while he's the commander-in-chief than to let it be stolen and put a Chi-Com puppet in the White House, and then we wind up fighting it's even worse. Well, it's better to go on the offense as well and control the narrative and discuss things as they really are and release the evidence to, to, to uh, document the narrative rather than it is to just play defense all the time. Exactly. That's why he has to do declassification and data dump. He has absolute authority as a president, commander-in-chief, to declassify anything he wants. They can't stop it. So he needs to do it and, and then do a, like a WikiLeaks-style or Snowden style, you know, disclosure to the American people. But when he does it, it's not espionage. It's it's his powers as commander in chief. Once again, the founders knew what they were doing. He has the absolute authority to do this. That's the that is the swamp water. All the secrets, all the secret files that they've held on people. That's how they control them. And if he drains it by by dumping all the skeletons out in the streets, then they have no more power, and the people know exactly who's dirty. You know, who's a pedophile, who's taken money from China, who's been blackmailed. They know exactly. And they'll, they'll be, now they'll be on the defensive. And he'll have the maximum support for the military, the police, and the people themselves to go and clean house and arrest these people and put them on trial. And he needs to have special prosecutors aggressively going out there right now and indicting them. And above all, he should refuse to stand down, and he should schedule a clean a new election nationwide in every state with paper ballots fast as possible. That's what should happen. It should happen precinct by precinct and we should have actual vote people. It should be transparent, paper ballots, precinct by precinct, and every precinct can have enough people transparently to literally double down and create uh, under penalty of perjury numbers. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, above all, he needs an aggressive attorney general and special prosecutors with him to get this done. All right, they're referring to Oath Keepers as a militia group all over the media. Uh, do you consider Oath Keepers a militia group? Well, not in the sense that we, I believe a legitimate militia is organic to the town and the county. It's the people who live in the town and the county. I will tell you this. I have been actively advising and helping to raise and train militias, real militias across the country. And if Biden somehow gets his decrepit you know, Chicom butt in the White House, that will be what I'll be doing 24-7 all over the country. But we will be in D.C. We're already on the ground in D.C. We're there today and tomorrow in force to protect people. We're protecting multiple events that could be at every single one of the events. We're, we're doing PSD details for many of the speakers, including Roger Stone. 
Um, we will be there through the day and the night. Check all the Trump people that are going to be there against attack by Antifa. And that's what we've done before. We'll, we'll do it again this weekend, or this, this week. All right, let me, let me bring up why I'm asking the question, because uh, a lot of people are afraid of the word militia. They don't understand what a militia is. In modern times, we've perverted and bastardized, pardon the term, but I don't know how else to explain it, uh, militia to the point where people don't even know what it is in America now. They're afraid of it and think it's a vigilante crazy group. That's a lie. Uh, militias are part of the Constitutional Republic and part of the way we became free in the first place. Uh, people need to not be afraid of that reality check, should they? Well, exactly. In fact, the founders told us in the Second Amendment that a well-regulated militia is necessary for the security of a free state. You must have it. If you don't have it, you're not be secure or free. And that's reality. So we have to get back to the institution. But it's even more important when you're dealing, when you're dealing with a total war by a foreign power that's using domestic puppets that are trampling on the people's rights. And that should sound familiar. That's exactly what the founders dealt with. They had King George oppressing them from overseas, using his puppets. And back then, the mega international corporation was the East India Company. That one had a special power and privilege and an artificial monopoly that was being enforced by the government that was, that was terrorizing the people and, and, and violating their rights. And today we have Facebook and Twitter and Amazon, et cetera. And COVID-19, of course, has been one big massive um, transition of wealth from the middle America to the big corporations. So that's what we're facing now, very much a parallel to the founding fathers. We have no representation in this government because it's been stolen. Just they had no representation in Parliament. So we are being uh, terrorized, and our rights are being violated without the consent of the government. But our situation, I think, is much more perilous because it's global in nature. Not only is it a domestic threat, but a foreign uh, threat like you wouldn't believe, way more so uh, than in yesteryear. So we certainly are at a crossroads for the hearts and minds and souls of the sacred cause of liberty. That's for sure. Uh, Stuart, we'll catch you soon, my friend, and we'll get an update on what's going on. You bet. I'll be speaking tomorrow, and when I talk, I'll be urging the people to focus on calling on the president to invoke the Insurrection Act now. Right, and we should be doing that now. Don't wait till tomorrow afternoon after the Congress stabs him in the back. Do it now. When and, where will, to do it. when and where will you be speaking, sir? Um, I'll be down on, outside the Capitol. Um, I'm not, not sure exactly of the, of the, of the spot. i got to check and see which one it is. But right there outside the Capitol. And when? Uh, tomorrow afternoon. Not sure what time. All right, I'll be speaking both in the morning and the afternoon. We don't know when the final vote will be or what it will be tomorrow either because it depends on how many people protest and what they protest on on how many hours the debates will be forced, right? Pardon? I, we don't know exactly when they'll be voting tomorrow either because based on them uh, protesting or, or um, challenging the election, then it could take several hours of debate. We don't know how long that'll be, right? That's correct. I mean, so there's, there's one sliver of hope that the states will decertify. We have um, that's being done or attempted in Georgia, Arizona, and Pennsylvania. So there's still that potential. If that happens, there'll be a much better chance for um, this to, to, to Trump to prevail in, in the uh, House and Senate because it'll be much more difficult for them to, tr to try to override the state's clear uh, certification for Trump. That's his best chance. And that's where you get a vote by delegation in the House. The question, becomes, the the question becomes, do the states have the moxie, right? Well, sure. Um, and then, of course, then there's, there's the question of, in the House, 
you know, I could see Pelosi, no doubt, using whatever you know authority she has, or even claiming authority she doesn't have, to shut down debate and, and rubber stamp it. The big question is what will happen in the Senate, and of course the leadership is our traitors. But will the will the senators, the rank and file senators, rise up enough to make McConnell back off, or will he back off because he sees the anger out there outside the Capitol? We'll see. We'll see what happens. All right, my friend. We'll have you back soon. Godspeed. All right, you too. Kid. Take care, Stuart brother. Rhodes. Everybody doing a phenomenal job as he always does. You know what? One thing you got to give Stuart Rhodes credit for: he's always on the ground, always involved, putting his uh, own safety on the line for the people. They don't roll in uh, and add anger. They don't roll in and add uh, escalation. They provide peace and de-escalation. The big pitch on OathKeepers.org right now is, hey, we're going to help patriots who want to go to these rallies and be peaceful get to and from their vehicles, to and from uh, the events, to and from their whole job is peacekeeping, protection, uh, you know, making sure that, that things don't go off the rails. Because see, these Antifa, these Antifa thugs and these violent people, they like to take advantage of elderly or families or, you know, innocent people trying to, uh, you know, peacefully be involved in things they love to take advantage of that and just create mayhem and violence and trouble and and so the oath keepers role primarily is to you know support the police support the uh, security there and make sure that you know what people are treated decent right moral that there's not violence and destruction of property and and all those kind of things that the typical riot uh, fest brings right and so oath keepers has a critical role and they've done uh, this in city after city after city over the last several years and man are they doing a phenomenal job at it man are they doing a good work and they really need your donations oathkeepers.org i don't get a penny for it folks i'm just telling you because they need sleeping bags and and uh, you know places for hotels and food for the the people that go there the oath keepers that go there and volunteer their time put themselves in harm's way for you ladies and gentlemen to try to keep the peace to try to keep uh, things civil and to try to keep things from running off the rails in a in a mayhem cutaway, uh, they support the peaceful assembly that the Constitution affords, and and the goal is to jettison uh, what do you want to call it the riots, the uh, moving into protests that become violent, that become destructive of property, protests that mayors and and governors across the country have been all too willing to step aside and allow to happen, and many times encourage happening, Seattle and Portland and. You know, Chicago and some of these places come to mind, right? The Oath Keepers does their very best to make sure that, hey, we remain a peaceful society. That people aren't hurt and harmed. What a blessed job they're doing. Oathkeepers.org. Stuart Rhodes, everybody. Donate today. They need your financial support when they're on the ground. It isn't cheap. They're volunteering, so they don't want your money to pay everybody. They do need supplies and support. That's without a doubt. Oathkeepers.org. Tell them I sent you. How's that? All right, thanks for being alongside for the ride. Stuart Rhodes on your radio, hour one of the can, hour two coming up. And man, do we got hard-hitting talk straight ahead, as always, on Liberty Roundtable Live. LibertyRoundtable.com, LovingLiberty.net are the websites. Donate liberally, spread the word, tell your neighbor. Free live and on-demand radio at your fingertips six days a week for Liberty Roundtable Live. An incredible host around the clock at LovingLiberty.net. For Sam Bushman and Stuart Rhodes, we declare this nation shall endure. God save the Republic of the United States of America. All right, check that out, ladies and gentlemen. Think about that interview we did the day before January the 6th. Literally, Stuart Rhodes predicted what was going to happen, offered his peaceful services to help Donald Trump.
uh, gave him guidance and counsel. Uh, just so you know, uh, Stuart Rhodes is a Yale-trained attorney. So he's not only giving advice from a military man point of view, from a constitutionalist point of view, from an oath keeper's point of view, but from an attorney point of view, too, saying, hey, here's what Donald needs to do to keep the peace in America today. We could have stopped all this election fraud fiasco and disaster and everything that's happened if we were to listen to Stuart back then. Now I'm being attacked relentlessly for interviewing Stuart Rose the day before January the 6th. They're claiming that I'm part of somehow an insurrection. Neither Stuart or I are insurrectionists. That interview sets the record straight. Ladies and gentlemen, I stand with Stuart Rhodes. He's right as rain. And this January 6th thing is a fraud. I got another interview coming up in seconds. We'll talk about it on your radio. Pursuing liberty, using the Constitution as our guide. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA News. I'm Ryan Daniels. The Iowa caucuses, with former President Trump winning the state by a large margin on the Republican side Monday night. This is about starting the process for picking the most powerful human being in the world. This is the model for the entire country. Jeff Kaufman's with the Republican Party of Iowa. Ron DeSantis finished a distant second, followed closely by Nikki Haley in third. Entrepreneur Vivek Ramaswamy chose to bow out of the race after a disappointing finish. On the Democratic side, presidential preference votes were collected by mail-in tally and will be announced on Super Tuesday, March 5th. An Arctic blast is bringing dangerously low temperatures, wind chills, snow, and ice nationwide this week. The National Weather Service shows there are hazardous cold conditions from states near the border with Canada, south through the Appalachian Mountains, west to Montana, and even into the southern states. In Kentucky, the state roads manager is Jim Gray. We will actually have a force of as many as 2,000 people plus some 1,400 snow plows to deploy around the state. Overnight low temperatures dip far below zero, mainly across the Midwest at the same time. Freezing rain in the Pacific Northwest is creating hazards, especially around Portland, Oregon. The paralyzing cold weather continues to have a significant impact on air travel. According to FlightAware, there were a total of more than 9,000 flight delays through MLK Day Monday. There were another 3,000 or more flight cancellations. Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin is now out of the hospital following complications from a corrective surgery for prostate cancer. He will reportedly work remotely for a time. Wish you were here. A CD checked out of a Maryland library 35 years ago is finally back home. Staff members found the Pink Floyd CD in a return box on Friday. Luckily for the borrower, the library system went fine free four years ago. This is USA News. The inventor and CEO of MyPillow is always looking for ways to solve everyday problems. Have you ever picked up a towel set because it felt really soft in the store, but then when you go to use it, it's not very absorbent? It's basically a towel that's leaving you out to dry. That's why MyPillow has developed the MyPillow towels. Towels that work. I know, it's mind-blowing. Towels that actually dry you. The six-piece towels that includes two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. They come in a variety of colors, and right now, 
now you can receive a six-piece set for only $39.98 with promo code USA. Go to MyPillow.com right now and click on the radio listener special. MyPillow products come with a 10-year warranty and they have a 60-day money-back guarantee. To receive this amazing offer on the six-piece set of MyPillow towels, just go to MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener special and enter promo code USA or call 800-951-8175. That's MyPillow.com, promo code USA. The spirit of the American West is live and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues affecting the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas like the 2021 Real Buckaroo Calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. Decades after Jimmy Carter, Joe Biden picked up where he left off. With America surrendering to terrorists, Biden's foolish spending is causing inflation, which means more pain at the pump, higher prices on groceries, devaluing your retirement savings when you need it most. Once was a mistake, twice is a disaster. America needs strong leaders, not weak ones. Save America JFC is responsible for the content of this advertising. Do you know what is great about America? Ask an Immigrant. Ask an Immigrant is a new podcast dedicated to helping Americans, especially our youth, value, appreciate, and be grateful for the freedoms we have here in America. Join host Lydia Wallace-Nuttle as she interviews immigrants from around the world to discover their inspiring personal stories about why they came to America. To learn more about why America is the most prosperous, greatest country in the world, download the Loving Liberty app or go to lovingliberty.net. In the medical field, IT security is crucial. Our highly skilled consultants are HIPAA certified and have 20 plus years of experience servicing medical clinics, billing and supply companies. We offer comprehensive endpoint protection, guarding your computers and servers against all stages of threats. And with our 24-7 monitoring services, you'll never worry about extensive downtime again. Ready to level up your IT support? Call 801-706-6980 today and discover how great IT services can be with managed IT services. Live and on your radio, ladies and gentlemen, they attacked Stuart Rhodes, put him in prison. Now there's a Blaze article basically highlighting the fact on video the government lied in court. A lot of these should be overturned. We'll see what happens. Now they're trying to tie me to Stuart Rhodes into an insurrection without evidence. Like they did Stuart Rhodes, they lied to manufacture evidence and got caught. Donald Trump, they say guilty of insurrection, no evidence, no charges whatsoever. Well, Matt Staver... Uh, of Liberty Council doing a great job as well, highlighting the same points, the Southern Poverty Law Center, the IRHR, a lot of these groups are literally in bed with the government lying about who we are and what we stand for and what we do and don't do. Uh, This highlights the lawsuit that the Southern Poverty Law Center is now having to defend themselves against from Matt Staver, Liberty Council, LC.org. Here's the interview with Matt Staver highlighting this reality check. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we have Matt Staver of Liberty Council with us, lead attorney, been a friend for a long time, been on this broadcast over the years. He's super busy. He's only got a couple of minutes for us, but man, we've been attacked by the Southern Law, Southern Poverty Law Center relentlessly, and their attacks are broadening. Now they have literally 1,225 hate groups 
uh, supposedly, I believe it's classic projection. They're the haters, literally hating on everybody. Matt Staver has a lawsuit because their hate knows no bounds. Uh, welcome to the broadcast, Mr. Staver. Thank you. Good to be with you. Catch me up then on the lawsuit, and let's just talk about this for a second then. What's actually happening? Give people a little bit of the, the history on this. Well, of course, the SPLC has a long history of falsely identifying groups that it ideologically is opposed to as hate groups, classifying them right alongside of violent organizations like, say, for the um, you know, KKK, but groups such as BLM, those that are ideologically in line with them, that actually have engaged in violence or Antifa, they're never listed as a hate group. But groups that are pro-family, pro-life, uh, they believe in legal immigration, they put them on their so-called hate group list. And they're trying to use that hate group list and that hate map to paint a false picture of these different organizations and literally try to destroy them. And so it has significant consequences. Liberty Council right now is representing the, uh, an organization that is a conservative immigration group that believes in legal immigration, and it falsely placed them on its hate list, even though they've been uh, told by the organization that it's not a hate group. The D.A. King uh, founder and president of the Dustin Inman Society has responded saying that it's false. Uh, in fact, many of the people that are on the board of the Dustin Inman Society are immigrants themselves that have come from various places around the world but are legal immigrants. And so the issue that the DEA uh, King founder of the Dustin Inman Society wants to do with this organization is to speak about legal immigration. They are certainly supportive of legal immigration and want to curb and end illegal immigration illegal employment and illegal administration and granting of public benefits and services through equal application of the laws. And so that's what their purpose is. And yet the SPLC published a report in 2018, 19, 20, 21, 22, and even 23, uh, listing them falsely as a hate group. The consequences are significant because we know, for example, Floyd Corkins, he targeted the Family Research Council in Washington, D.C., and he wanted to commit mass murder of the FRC employees. Why? Because FRC was falsely labeled on the SPLC's hate list and even the hate map. So he knew exactly where they were located and came to that organization. Fortunately, a security guard there at FRC stopped Floyd Corkins, and now Floyd Corkins is in prison for a number of years because of his attempted mass murder, all related to the SPLC's false and dangerous and, frankly, defamatory hate list. Now, here's what I don't understand. A lot of people have tried to sue the Southern Poverty Law Center and tried to stop them from adding us all to hate lists. You're on it. I'm on it. Everybody's on it. And all these things have failed. I know they have $730 million, according to their latest report. A lot of it's stored in, uh, we assume, uh, overseas bank accounts and all this kind of crazy stuff. And But it seems like they're tapped into the FBI and the Justice Department like nobody's business. And it seems like even though they've been roundly discredited, they still have mojo like you wouldn't believe. Uh, I don't know if they're backed by the ADL or exactly what's going on. Uh, can you speak to that for a second, uh, Mr. Staver, in terms of what is happening here? 
Yeah, this is definitely a discredited group uh, in so many ways. Uh, many of these um, organizations, they're not supposed to be on the hate list. They have been falsely put on there. There's consequences that have happened with regards to people taking action to try to commit murder, like James Hodgkinson. Uh, he tried to kill Republicans during an annual congressional baseball game in 2017, and he did that because some of the individuals, like Republican Steve Scalise, Republican from Louisiana, uh, he was uh, falsely accused by the SPLC of being a supremacist. And so he was one of the targets. They were targeting only Republicans, not Democrats. Yet they continue to go forward. And unfortunately, uh, this administration uh, opens the door for the SPLC to promote their hate. The reason why some of the other lawsuits have been dismissed is they have argued, the SPLC has argued in court, uh, that, oh, this is just their opinion. It's not a statement of fact. So it's not just a fact that they're getting wrong. It's just their personal opinion. But in this particular case, before we got on the case, this issue was litigated before a court in Alabama. And a federal judge in that case denied their request to dismiss the case and actually came back with a very good decision, saying it certainly doesn't look like an opinion. It looks like you have established this or stated it as though it's fact. And therefore, you're not going to get dismissed. So this is now the first case against the SPLC that has survived a motion to dismiss and will now go into the discovery phase. And we're neck deep right now in that discovery phase. We have sent a document request to the SPLC to provide uh, lots of different documents regarding the basis of their list and some of their intercommunications regarding this issue. Uh, and we're waiting on getting some of that as we go forward. But this is the very first case, very significant precedent, that it's the very first case that is allowed to go forward and get into the weeds and actually get into the discovery against this SPLC. Our point for our client is to stop this false label. But the SPLC needs to stop it across the board because it's frankly defamatory and it's dangerous. Um, go ahead and skip the break, uh, Mr. Staver. So this discovery is critical because that's the the spot where everybody else got stuck and where everything got dismissed along the way with all these other lawsuits. No one's really been able to deliver the pay dirt via discovery that we need to really connect the dots and prove our points, right? That's right. That's exactly right. They've all been filed. I think they all have legitimacy from what I have seen. Uh, but then the SPLC responds and said, oh, by the way, it's not, we're not stating that as a fact. It's just our personal opinion. It's our political opinion and political opinion. Yeah, we have a right that. to opinions, too, by the way. Right. Yeah, we have. a Yeah. But then when you put them down as fact and you put them as a hate group on the same list where you have an organization that actually engages in violence. You know, maybe KKK or some skinhead organization that actually has a history of violence. Yeah, because even uh, though most of us aren't hate violence. groups, there are some that, that, that do and that are, right? They are some that are violent groups. Obviously, they have hate. But people on the other side, like Antifa and BLM, you know, they engage in violence too. Why aren't they on this list. Why? Well, because the SPLC doesn't put ideological friends on the list, only ideological adversaries on the list. And then 
it puts groups like the Family Research Council, like you, like um, Liberty Council, like American Family Association, Concerned Women for America, and others. They put them on the list. Why? Because they engage in violence? No. They condemn violence. Not a history, uh, not a shred of information that they would suggest that they promote violence to the very contrary to that. They're well, Christian that's kind of where I say you can express opinion, but if you have zero evidence, in other words, they like to say in the news now right. without evidence. If you have zero evidence, though, and you express an opinion uh, and you're tied into the FBI and the Justice Department, uh, I think this judge in Alabama is really kind of making the case that it's not opinion when you're with the FBI, Justice Department, training law enforcement, educating the media, people are taking your um, you know, your press releases as playbook factual documents when they're not. You know, we've crossed the lines in several ways. This might be the quintessential case to change the game, huh? Yeah, that's what we're thinking. This could be the very quintessential case to change the game and stop this uh, false, defamatory, and dangerous hate group uh, classification that the SPLC has come up with. Uh, because it's not just that they disagree with you. There's consequence. We've already talked about physical consequences attempted murder in several cases that have been linked to the SPLC hate list. But in addition to that, there's also censorship, and there's also banking. Some organizations, the SPLC and others, have gone to these banks, and they said, oh, they're on the SPLC hate list, so don't do any banking with them. So they shut their banking down for no other reason than they're on the SPLC hate list. So that is the consequences that happen when they do this false label. And they need to be held accountable. Uh, they need to feel the pain of financial damages for falsely labeling these organizations. One thing to disagree, we can have disagreements and be civil and be honest about our disagreements. But don't, in doing so, try to put another organization and their leaders in danger. And that's what, in fact, this hate group list does. And the SPLC clearly knows it. So they sent a letter to Congress about me two years ago. I didn't even know. And they said that I'm the nexus of anti-government and hate in America. They have zero evidence. I've been on the radio, as you know, Matt, for a long time, 25-plus years. I don't promote any violence or hate of any kind. But they sent this letter to Congress and said Sam Bushman is the nexus of anti-government and hate in America. And we want uh, this to be read into the congressional record. And we want, furthermore... Uh, we want Sam to be investigated and action taken against him. I didn't even know about it. I just discovered it a couple of months ago or about a month and a half ago now uh, that they did this. And now I uh, wrote a letter to my congressman and senator appealing, saying, can you help me discover, one, is this in the record? Two, is there an in in investigation? And three, what can I do? I mean, if there really is an investigation, how come I haven't been notified? It tells me it's probably not uh, been taken seriously, thank heavens. But uh, my whole point is, what do guys like me do? I'm too small. I don't have any money. Yeah, well, that's why they need to be stopped. And, you know, this administration, unfortunately, is coddling up to them. We need an administration that did what the previous administration does and say, you know what, we're not going to listen to you uh, anymore. Not only are they false on here, not only do they wreak damage, but they come out and say why they're doing it. In 2007, uh, a guy by the name of Potok, he is Mark Potok, the former senior fellow. Yeah, at the me, and, me and Richard Mack forced Mark Potok to uh, literally, um, he wrote a, a false story about us. We forced him to retract it. It's in his, his uh, report now, uh, the report that they have out where they were forced to retract even for their lies. But go ahead. 
Well, he says here, he's, he's speaking to uh, the Michigan Alliance Against Hate Crimes Conference in 2007. He says, quote, let me say that our aim, and sometimes the press describes us as monitoring hate groups. So I want to say plainly that our aim in life is to destroy these groups, to completely destroy them, close quote. That's Mark Potok speaking on behalf of the SPLC. So and now that shows for sexist and racist ideology, he's gone, right? He's gone, yeah, because, yeah, a good point. You know, here's the SPLC, and, and now they've, they've got their top leaders, including the founder. Uh, they all got pushed out because of sexism and racism. Uh, the SPLC's office in Alabama has been picketed by its own employees because of racism, systemic racism, not just something that just happened periodically, but systemic racism and sexism that has been part of the SPLC for decades. There you have it. The other interesting thing that I find is they have a secret page on their website which has a bunch of definitions of all kinds of terms. And when you read their definitions, you understand how they back into using those words. They don't match legal definitions at all, though, either, Mr. Stanley. No, they don't. No, they don't. That's why, you know, they, when they look at uh, hate group, well, how do you get on the hate group? Well, they, they, they define it so broadly uh, that it, it includes anybody who's an ideological opponent of the SPLC. But the common understanding of a hate group and the common understanding of why it stirs up people like Floyd Corkins and James Hodgkinson is that they're out to destroy you. They're violent organizations, and they make that connection by putting you right alongside the violent organizations. And when you ask them about, well, Remember Antifa uh, going through the towns and taking over the towns and BLM yeah, occupying different parts? Point, right? Yeah. Uh, all of that. Why are they not on there? Because they're actually engaging in violence. They're actually encouraging violence. Why, uh, you know, is the, what, what, the Communist Party USA not on there when they advocate the violent overthrow of the United States of America and the renaming of our country? Why? Because they're ideological friends of the SPLC. So now, the Southern part of not the Senate has ties to uh, evil people that have been committed, that have committed terrorism, too, like Bill Ayers and some of those guys, right? Yeah, exactly. So, you know, they're, they're, they started off as an organization years and years ago, as you know, that got involved in civil rights uh, litigation, and that's why I, that's how they got famous. And then they came up with this uh, group that were pretty much um, groups that were organized, the KKK or the skinhead organizations where they started listing them. And then they began to realize, you know what, that, that era that they made popular uh, and where they made their money from the civil rights movement, that, that's, a, that's a different era now that they're living in. So they expanded out to the whole LGBTQ issue. And so if you believe in the sanctity of human life, if you're pro we do. If you believe uh, that there are two sexes, male and female, God Which created male and female, if you believe marriage should be the union of a man and a woman, if you believe in legal immigration, that you believe in immigration, yeah, but it ought to be sure. legal, then you're going to be put uh, on that hate group list because you're part of the SPLC. You're part of the SPLC. In fact, to prove your point, target. the latest Speaker of the House, Mike Johnson, now has just been relentlessly attacked by the SPLC for those very points you're making. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and remember um, Dr. Ben Carson early on in his campaign when he was running for president. 
uh, he was put on the SPLC hate list. There was this big pushback. This is one of the most renowned pediatric surgeons in the world. And because he believed in some of these core Judeo-Christian values, he was placed on the SPLC hate list. And uh, he got taken off because there was a big pushback. But that's the kind of thing that the SPLC does. They put good people, good organizations uh, that love God, love America, uh, that would never cause any uh, problem, that go through and work through the normal legal, pol uh, political, and judicial um, processes that we have set up in America, and they put them uh, on this hate group list. They'll leave off real violent groups like Antifa and BLM and others because they're ideologically aligned with them. And then they stuck you right beside people who are hate groups. And they'll they even come out with a list sometimes, uh, and they'll publish it state by state and region by region. Look at the hate groups in your uh, location. And they'll have some of these crazy organizations, and then they'll list you. And people don't know any better. They see your organization, and they say, oh, my goodness, I didn't realize we had these hate groups right here in my uh, own central part of the, part of the state. But right, this case, can, go ahead. the good thing about this case, as you mentioned, is I think it has significant potential um, because they've been able to throw these darts, uh, shoot these weapons at people, and then hide behind the idea, oh, it's just our opinion. They know that it's causing harm. They know that people have taken it on themselves to commit mass murder because of their false labeling, and they've continued to do it, notwithstanding and they've not been held accountable. This case is designed to hold them accountable because they've come after the wrong organization, and they continue to do it. Now we have survived a motion to dismiss, so we're going to go right in and dig in to roll our sleeves up and go into discovery phase. That's going to take several months to go through the process and all the documents. All right, we want you to keep us up to date as it unfolds. Two questions. One, what can we do to best help you? Uh, and number two, what can guys like me do in the meantime? My family's literally in harm's way uh, because of these people, per the points you're making. These these guys have inspired literal murderers, and now I'm getting death threats because of this. Yes, I know. And the same for anybody who gets on that hate list. Uh, first of all, people can go to lc.org for more information. They can also support Liberty Council, lc.org. As it relates to you, I think the you know, we've got a, a good Speaker of the House right now. I think now is the opportunity uh, for us to move forward to, to do something in Congress, particularly in the House, but certainly in your case, to make sure that that is not in the congressional record. Uh, and if it is, um, the pro that, that compounds. I would like to know about that because I will let you use know that in I've our got case. My, I've got my House uh, of Representatives uh, member who's promised me they had me sign a, a privacy release. They're literally getting the information on that to me, and I'll share with you what I find. Yes, I look forward to seeing that because we might be able to use that in this case as to what the SPLC does and how it does it to try to ruin people and put people in harm's way. We'll do everything we can because it's absolute lies. I've, been, I've probably got more hours in the public eye in terms of on the radio than anybody alive right now. I mean, it's not a debate of who has more hours. I'm just telling you that, they, and you cannot find a hate-filled, violent statement from me of any kind or an anti-government statement, uh, Mr. Staver. Zero. Yeah, I, but they don't really care. You don't agree with them because, uh, you, you know, you're pro-life, pro-common uh, sense with regards to human sexuality. There are two sexes, male and female. And because of that, uh, you're a target. And anybody who speaks out, 
individually or as a group, you're going to be a target of the SPLC and subject to being placed on this hate group list. And the consequences of doing that are not only economic damages, but also put you in personal, physical harm's way. Amen, sir. Well, we're grateful for your work and your leadership on this. When you emailed me and told me about the lawsuit, I was excited because we have got to stop these people, and this may very well be the perfect I don't want to say storm, but the perfect opportunity with Mike Johnson, now Speaker of the House, uh, with now this being um, not dismissed, but, hey, going to discovery, this is our opportunity, and it's time for us all to get involved in any way possible. LC.org. Thank you, Matt Staver. Thank you. Good to be with you. All right. Back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. This is the wrap-up. What an incredible interview with Matt Staver. Uh, It really ties together the Stuart Rhodes reality the Sam Bushman, Richard Mack reality about how we're being ruthlessly attacked. Uh, And this is a two hour radio program. So I'm going to refer to the last hour, the article that Sheriff Richard Mack wrote uh, highlighting uh, Martin Luther King. And the headline of Sheriff Mack's article is the greatest purveyor of violence in the world. Sheriff Richard Mack, CSPOA.org. You can read it. You can also read it at LibertyRoundtable.com. We want to publish this article far and wide, so spread the word, would you please? But the government is in bed with the Southern Poverty Law Center, the Justice Department. Mary McCord is her name, and she literally worked for the Justice Department for 15-plus years. Uh, Maybe it's 25 years. I can't remember. One of the two. Uh, And she literally now is heading up this ICAP organization, clearly working with these private entities, the SPLC and others, to dishonestly attack and malign and abuse and lie about who we are. They lied to get Stuart Rhodes convicted. They're lying to try to get Donald Trump convicted. They're lying about me to try to get me convicted. And this is just continuing, continuing, continuing. We're going to be working with Matt Staver and a lot of other people in 2024. We've got our own research teams working on it now, too, to really uncover who these people are, what they're doing, where they get their money, and most importantly, what we, the people, can do to stand together to stop it, to change it, to make a difference. We've got to have this happen. Uh, And ladies and gentlemen, they're doing it to Vivek Ramaswamy. Uh, That's why he didn't do very well in the polls, uh, because they lied about who he is and and this kind of stuff. I mean, he tried to get the word out the best he could. They're doing it to Trump. They're doing it to me, you, everybody. And if they uh, come for us on the front lines, uh, someday it'll be your turn. If they can get us out of the way, right? Anyway, uh, long story short, uh, we need to stand together. Thanks so much for being alongside. Tomorrow, James Edwards will be on the radio with me. Look forward to that. In the meantime, we love you all. We sure appreciate all that you do in the sacred cause of liberty. Thanks for listening. LibertyRoundTable.com, LovingLiberty.net are our shows and nationally syndicated radio networks websites. CSPOA.org for the good Sheriff Richard Max website, the Constitutional Sheriffs and Peace Officers Association. I am Sam Bushman, back with you live and absolutely grateful to be here. We declare we the people, along with the grace of the Almighty, we can and will restore our grand old republic. Please get involved, make it a great day, and choose the right, will you? God save the Republic of the United States of America. America.